Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Tuesday edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Puinick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us at 1230. We'll be joined by the head coach of the undefeated Hedgesville Boys basketball team, Kelly Church, as uh, I believe they're back in action Friday. Are they back in action tonight? Yeah, against Jefferson. Oh, yeah, they are in action tonight against Jefferson. I, I, I was looking at a different schedule. They do play, I think, Spring Mills Friday. Spring Mills got a victory last night. We'll talk more about high school basketball later. Uh, but the news of the day, kind of what happened last night, is uh, is this. from You can hear this right. We'll play this right now from the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. And then they reverse it with Billingsley. Back to the right. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. 54 seconds to go. Keely Ringo will about a 75-yard return. No flags. 32-18. Let the celebration begin. There you go. That's from the Georgia uh, Sports or Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, Georgia gets the 33-18 victory over Alabama, and they win when it matters. They lost in that uh, SEC championship game a few weeks ago to Alabama, but they won when it mattered most, finished the season 14-1, and and uh, defeat the reigning national champions in the powerhouse in Alabama. And uh, Nick Saban loses to one of his former assistants. Yeah, Kirby Smart, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, and he's probably the best of the former Saban assistants just in terms of what he did when he was with Alabama. I mean, their defense is still very good. But the Kirby Smarts defenses were like all pro bowlers, it seemed like, like on the defense, or at least all NFL caliber players. Um, You know, now they still have good defenses, but I feel like they've taken a step back since he's left uh, for Georgia. But in terms of Georgia getting this win, I mean, this was surprising to us, I think. I think it surprised a lot of people, even though Georgia was the favorites uh, by Vegas. I just it didn't seem possible for Alabama to lose to them because they've pretty much owned Georgia over the years. And, um, you know, the Bulldogs found a way to do it and it was a defensive game for the most part. Uh, and, and then Georgia pulls away there late, but, um, pretty surprising win. And, and it, I think it's a good thing for college football, even though it's still an SEC team winning the national championship, it's a different team. We haven't seen Georgia in a very long time win a national championship. 1980. Yeah, so it's been, you know, 42 41 years, years. 41 years. So, I mean, that's, I think, good for college football, even though it's still an SEC team. It's somebody different and, uh, you know, adds to the, the heat heading into next year. You know, now there's another team uh, in Georgia. 
Yeah, it's a uh, big win for that program. Uh, their defense was absolutely phenomenal. You just heard Nick say, uh, talking about Kirby Smart when he had the defense at Alabama and how good they were. This Georgia Bulldog defense will probably be statistically one of the best in uh, history. They allowed, I believe it was under 10 points a game. They just held Alabama to 18 this time, and the only time it was the absolute butt whooping in the uh, SEC championship where Alabama scored 41 but other than that the defense was uh, locked down they forced two interceptions last night you heard the one pick six so it, it shocked me I had Alabama well, I winning think we tonight all... I think we all had Alabama winning tonight but I thought it last was going to be last night sorry thank you but I thought it was going to be like that SEC championship where Alabama was going to kick butt but they were uh, Georgia was able to caused some issues for Bryce Young. It really uh, surprised me. Stetson Bennett, story of the year, a guy that uh, when he was a kid wanted to be the starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, came in as a walk-on as a freshman, wasn't going to play, so he decided to go to a JUCO in Mississippi for his second year, started there, had a very good season, came back, again walked on, and he wasn't even – I remember listening last night to ESPN when they because they broadcast, I believe, Georgia's uh, – Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit broadcasted Georgia's first game of the season. He wasn't even on the depth chart or even remotely close to being there to play. He wasn't even dressed week one. Just the story of Stetson Bennett is crazy. 17-26, 224 yards and two touchdowns. Um, in the middle of that game – I thought I was going to come on here today and talk about if you're Georgia, you want to be contenders, you need to find a quarterback. And I, boy, was I wrong in the end. Yeah, he played a really good game and, and definitely a good story, I think. Uh, you know, still a pretty much a game manager for the most part this season for Georgia. I mean, their offense really wasn't what people talked about. It was about their defense. They need a better O-line because he yeah. was getting sacked way too much. And then Bama got lucky in the beginning of the game. Uh, really lucky because uh, did you see? You know what I'm talking about? Do you guys know what I'm talking the about? Fumble, the fumble, and the guy kind of just thought he was grabbing a ball to hand to the ref as an incomplete pass, and his toe was like right inches behind the line, so they called it a fumble recovery, going out of bounds. Yeah. I mean that's just crazy. Anything? I thought you were talking about the one where they uh, called the incomplete pass. That would have been the scooping score to start no, the game. No, no, no. I'm talking about... Okay. That's the one that I was talking yeah. about but at I was the beginning about, of the game uh, where Georgia went on for the scooping score, but it got reversed as an incomplete pass with Bryce Young. I'm talking about the lucky guy that just happened to grab the ball okay. he thought was dead. I mean, it was a very low-scoring game until the fourth quarter. That was something that you kind of had right because I know you bet the under, but... I mean, that final quarter was literally the most entertaining part of the night. Yeah, and I fell asleep during it. <laughs> I went to bed at 18.13. At what? When it was 18 to 13. Oh, I thought you meant 18.13 like at the day. I was like, wait, what? Um, one thing that I want to bring up about this game is the very end when they went out to when both coaches went to meet in the middle at the 50 yard line uh kirby smart just the way that coaching is you know you know you're going to be happy that you won the game but the second thing he said to him 
was, how's your guy? How's your guy? How's Jameson? The fact that he asked that immediately just shows the kind of coach he is and that football means more than just winning a national championship to him. I think, too, like they have a pretty close relationship, obviously, with his coaching under Coach Saban. If that was a coach, and they're in the same conference now. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't want to say that like no coach would ask that, but I just feel like with that relationship that they already have, like that adds to it. Um, but yeah, I think that is a good sign that, like, hey, you wanted to check on the other player. I think, you know, it's nice of Kirby Smart to do that. And it is good to see him win a national championship because, like I said before, he was probably one of the best assistants under Coach Saban. And now he gets that win. And to do it over Alabama is pretty impressive for his uh, resume. So, you know, big win there for Georgia, I think, in recruiting and, uh, just landscape wise i mean it changes college football potentially a little it's bit it's crazy here. to think now that just this season because before the season started nobody from the Nick Saban coaching tree had came and finally been able to beat Saban and this year it happened twice yeah definitely and, and it was both losses for Alabama the yeah. only two and something cool that I thought, uh, which I guess you usually don't hear, but I guess they had the mic on the camera that they when they were showing both Nick Saban and Kirby Smart uh, shaking hands and you know hugging at, at the end of the game was they had the mic on. So I'll pull it up here. You can kind of hear him ask about Jamison and what they say, which is crazy that they actually got it. He said, "God." Nick Saban said, "God bless you, man." At the end, but you know, for Jamison, he may Jamison Williams might have a torn ACL. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Did you hear what uh, Saban said at the start of that when they went in the shake hands, though? No, I didn't. Uh, you guys kicked our butt in that. First oh quarter. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, it's just I, I, I think that that's cool that they were able to kind of mic that up subtly without it being like taking over the whole thing. I mean, it it's everywhere. It's the biggest game of college football so they have cameras and microphones probably at every possible angle yeah, they, we can't even imagine <laughs> yeah we can, that's exactly right uh we'll take a break here and we come back we'll talk some college basketball uh, top 25 wvu uh, and shepherd uh segment sponsored in part by parsons ford kent parsons ford and martinsburg we became number one by making you number one first go to parsonsford.com for more we'll be back with more next on the sports mix With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! 
conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim? auto accident or fire insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen and when it does they don't want to pay or they offer too little at mansion ferretti we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim call us today for help in getting what you really deserve mansion ferretti when you need justice remember when you were a little kid and saw your first deer As an adult, maybe you've had a different experience. Where'd that come from? Bambi mess up your dream machine? Call Cody's Auto Body today at 304-901-4777 and get the work done right the first time. Cody's Auto Body, 851 Wilston Street in Martinsburg, has a team of auto body professionals with a lifetime of experience putting your ride back together again, regardless of how it got that way. Cody's Auto Body. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back into this Tuesday, January 11th edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Brunick, Virgilie, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. In about nine-ish minutes, we'll be joined by head coach of the Hedgesville Boys basketball team, Kelly Church, off to an undefeated start. They'll play another undefeated or another. They'll play Jefferson tonight in an EPAC battle. We will not have that one. We will have Martinsburg at Washington, 7:30 tip, 7 p.m. Johnny's Express tip-off show. Uh, but let's talk some college basketball action. Uh, Shepherd women's basketball remains ranked third in the latest D2 SIDA Atlantic region poll. Uh, They'll finally get back in action on Wednesday when they host Bloomsburg. So that's tomorrow. We will not have that game broadcast for you. But uh, staying around in third, um, Cannon did win 60-56 over Mercyhurst. So that keeps them at number two. Um, Not a lot of teams in the Atlantic region uh, poll did play at all. So there's 10 teams, and uh, half of them played. So a lot of COVID issues going around in Division II college basketball. Uh, Let's switch over to uh, WVU basketball here. Uh, We didn't get to talk about the game yesterday, but they came back and they won uh, on Saturday 71-68 over Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State outscored them 40 to 27 here, or there, excuse me, in the first half, and then in the second half they outscored Kansas State 44 to 28 to get the 71-68 victory. West Virginia led by uh, Sean McNeil with 26 points, uh, Taz Sherman with 14, and Ked, Kadrian Johnson with 11. Yeah, it was a uh, good win. Still kind of stressed about this team because as you heard they were down 17 but they came back to win so they're still undefeated at the coliseum which is where they're at tonight so you'd hope that they'd be able to uh beat this oklahoma state team but i don't know if you have the uh mountaineer report or not from tony caridi 
But if you do, I won't mention what he said. But if you don't, I will. Uh, where is it? I'm, I wanted to air it. I just got to find it. Mountaineer Report. Today date is Tuesday. Let's air that right now, Nick. You got a Mountaineer logo up here? Maybe. If not, just create one with your hands. Just don't do the state. Mountaineers That's get ready to you. tip it off against the Cowboys, and they better be careful. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule. Only for, like, fresh fruit and stuff order now using the mobile app we're fresh every day so shop anyway kroger fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply 42 million americans struggle with hunger yet 35 percent of the food in this country is wasted those aren't just numbers they're our neighbors your daughter's friend from school the family of four next door the kroger company zero hunger zero waste foundation is committed to making fresh food accessible to all by ensuring it never goes to waste together we can help end hunger learn more at zero hunger zero waste foundation.org the mountaineer basketball team returning to action tonight a late night start as they entertain the cowboys of oklahoma state we'll tip things off at nine o'clock inside the coliseum our pregame coverage here on the mountaineer sports network will begin at eight West Virginia needs to be on guard in this game. Why, you say? Oklahoma State's just 8-5 and five on the season. No problem for West Virginia, right? Well, no, not really. Put it this way. West Virginia has lost to Oklahoma State two straight times. And last year, the Cowboys beat the Mountaineers twice in the span of five days, including a game here in Morgantown on March the 6th when the table was perfectly set for Bob Huggins to win his 900th career game. They had everything ready. The balloons, the cake, the jersey with the frame number 900 in it. Everything was set. But Oklahoma State, despite the fact that they were playing without First-round pick, Cade Cunningham, knocked off the Mountaineers 85-80, to and then, just a few days later, beat the Mountaineers in the Big 12 tournament 72-69. to Now, here's some more insight into that Oklahoma State team that won here a year ago. They return every single player that scored in that game minus just two points. As for West Virginia, the Mountaineers no longer have players who produced 40 of West Virginia's 80 points in that contest. Do not sleep on the Cowboys. They're coming off of a win over Texas back on Saturday. Once again, our pregame tonight at 8, tip at 9. That is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. And you'll hear Tony Caridi not at 8, Roughly around 9 o'clock once we finish the EPAC Boys basketball game on Talk Radio WRNR. We'll jump over to that. Uh, Colin will uh, let everybody know tonight that that's happening as well. Uh, but Oklahoma State tonight going to be a big task for West Virginia. Yeah, and Tony Curry, I think, was spot on with the point. Don't sleep on Oklahoma State tonight. And I think you can't sleep on anybody in this Big 12 conference. Each team is a possible March Madness team. Unfortunately, a couple of them probably won't make it 
just because they're not going to fit all 10 teams from a conference in the final 68 teams. But they all have the talent to do so if it would occur. Yeah, and obviously, like you said, they're not the same Oklahoma State team they were a year ago. No Cade Cunningham, but they didn't have Cade Cunningham the first time they played when they beat them. Um, but a lot's changed. I think for WVU, you know, they have Sherman, they have McNeil who can score. It's going to be important for them to find a consistent third guy that can put up some points. Yeah. I mean, those two guys are kind of carrying the team right now, so they're going to need another option as the season goes along. But overall, I, I think they're still playing You know how Coach Huggins wants them to play in terms of defense leading to offense and being a, a defensive-minded team. And they're a contender in the Big 12 right now, even though – they had the loss to Texas, but they didn't have a healthy team heading into that game. So, you know, this is a very winnable game against Oklahoma State, but like he said and, and like we're going to say, you can't really overlook any team in this conference, and Oklahoma State has a history of being a pretty good program, so I yeah. wouldn't overlook them. Uh, West Virginia favored by four in this contest over under 133.5 if you're betting. I've retired from betting again after last night. <laughs> We'll not talk about that. West Virginia I'm not receiving, betting, but I'd, I'd take the under yeah. tonight uh, West, if I was betting, West Virginia, which I'm not. West Virginia receiving 20 votes in the latest AP Top 25 poll. Uh, Baylor hiring away the number one 61 first place votes, 15-0 on the season. Uh, number two, Gonzaga. Number three, UCL and LA. Number four, Auburn. Number five, USC currently at 13-0. The only other undefeated team in the top 25. Uh, number six, Arizona. Number seven, Purdue. Number eight, Duke. Number nine, Kansas. Number 10, Michigan State. Uh, Ohio State sitting at 16. Kentucky sitting at 18. Texas Tech at 19. Texas 21. Uh, Alabama at 24. Illinois at 25. Uh, Oklahoma receiving is the would be ranked 26th in this poll. Loyola Chicago would be ranked 27th. Uh, UConn receiving votes as well. Speaking of UConn, you can hear tomorrow night on Talk Radio WRNR, uh, St. John's at UConn at 8.15, part of our uh, nine games we'll be broadcasting from the Westwood One NCAA basketball package. Uh, 8.15 game broadcast for that, I believe an 8.30 tip-off. Uh, but we're having that's one of nine games later in the month at the end of the month kentucky at kansas in february kentucky at tennessee texas tech at texas louisville at north carolina in february ucla at oregon and in march uh, xavier at st john's michigan state at ohio state and on march 5th one of my favorite games north carolina at duke that's always a great one. Yeah, but always a great. I, one. I was listening in again, and you kind of shocked me when you mentioned the top twenty-five. I did not realize that three of the top six teams are Pac-12 schools in USC, Arizona, and UCLA. Might yeah. be time to put some respect on West Coast basketball because I, college-wise, conference I of never champions, did. as Bill Walton would say. <laughs> well, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you. you know, in part they don't by. win anything, so yeah. exactly. That's why I never put respect on West Coast college basketball. Maryland stinks this year. That's all I got to say. Orsini's sponsored this segment. Uh, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living. It's family owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back. We'll be joined by head coach of the 7-0. Trying to go 8-0 tonight. Hedgesville Eagles boys basketball team, Kelly Church. That's next on the Sports Mix. 
this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. WB Medicine Berkeley Medical Center recently became the first hospital in West Virginia to acquire advanced seizure monitoring. This high-tech system is being used at the intensive care unit at Berkeley Medical Center to monitor brain activity of critically ill or injured patients at high risk of experiencing non-convulsive seizures. With the rapid response EEG, Berkeley Medical Center clinicians have access to the most advanced diagnostic information, allowing them to make informed treatment decisions quickly. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. Since 1877, Farmers and Mechanics Insurance Companies have proudly supported our local community. Farmers and Mechanics has the insurance products to meet your needs, including home, auto, farm, dwelling fire, business owners, and umbrella coverage. Please contact your local independent agency for a review of your insurance needs and ask for a policy from the company that knows you best. Farmers and Mechanics Insurance Companies, just off Edwin Miller Boulevard on Administrative Drive in Martinsburg. FMIWV.com. It's time to roll out the carpet and bring on the Mountaineers. It's time to fire up one of the most electric atmospheres in the country. One on two, takes it to the bucket, layup shot, good, and a foul. Gets the bridges with the shot clock expiring. He hit it for three. It's time for West Virginia basketball. Takes the ball toward the basket, pulls up for a jumper, and the win it is no goal. West Virginia wins it. Be part of the action at the WVU Coliseum. Tickets are on sale now at WVUGame.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Sports Mix, January 11th, 2022. Spencer Bunick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. We're now joined on the phone by head coach of the undefeated Hedgesville Boys basketball team, Kelly Church. How are you doing today, Coach Church? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. We've been waiting to get you on for a little bit. We're going to have you on last week, but uh, some changes in the schedule with the Martinsburg game changed some things. But you guys 7-0 and on the season. Uh, you guys were supposed to have that uh, mixer at the end of December, but instead you guys ended up just being able to play one of those games, playing uh, George Washington, one of the top teams in the state, getting the win 49-52. to And that's, that was the last time you guys were on the court, right? No, we didn't. We didn't play Washington. If we if we beat Washington forty nine fifty two, somebody needs to call Coach Green and let him know. We we didn't play. We didn't play any of those games. We didn't play over break at all. We were shut down for about uh, ten days. Okay, so, I guess Max Prince uh, was messed up on that one. Yeah, yeah, who knows? So the last game you guys played it's, Allegheny. Yeah, at Allegheny. Okay, yes, sir. you got the sixty one forty eight victory. Yeah, so uh, you know it's been you know the the it was good to like that was a reschedule once once we you know once the uh, you know we got the call on the Martinsburg game but we weren't going to be able to play that uh, we we tried to, we had already had to postpone the Allegheny game from before because we had a bunch of kids sick and 
um, you know, you just scramble through and day to day, like really, I mean, it's the same for every other coach across the state. Like you just don't know, like, you know, we're obviously still in the pandemic and everybody, you know, your, your, whatever your health thoughts are and everything else, political beliefs, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like when kids are sick, they got to stay away uh, and you got to deal with it as best you can. Day to day, you just don't know who you're going to have, which makes it a little bit of a struggle. Coach, uh, what have you kind of seen from your team so far? Obviously undefeated. Uh, what have you liked about how you've played um, in this season? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, like one of the biggest things, like we've had, um, you know, uh, Christian Bolduc and, and Adam Walls have, have been out for, for much of the season. Uh, you know, and we'll be happy to have Christian back. I mean, this will be his, his first game playing back with us. And, um, you know, so he hadn't played yet this year. So he'll be able to play tonight, uh, which is which will be great for him. I mean, honestly, regardless of the result, I mean, he's worked he worked extremely hard all summer to prepare himself for the season, and, and you know, and then he uh, he broke his hand early on in, in, during our first week of practice, and uh, to have him back will help, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a different look team for us. Um, you know, but we, it's, I, so I guess, like, overall, like, what's the thing that's made me happiest is the fact that the kids get along really, really well. Like, we play unselfishly. Uh, we share the ball. Uh, different nights, different kids are scoring points. Um, you know, we, we try to collectively rebound and play defense. And, and um, but really the, the camaraderie and, the, and the, the ability for the kids to, to get along as well as they do, you know, in spite of dealing with all these illnesses and injuries and everything else, it's, uh, it's said a lot about their character. Last year, Coach, you said you had a very young team. How has the team grown from last year to now with this undefeated start? Well, you know, it's it's to be honest, it's not even just the year. It's the like the the year before. The way it started was we we you know we were we ended our season a couple of years ago preparing to go to the state tournament and you know the AD and principal walk in and say you know seasons might be over and then you dealt with the going back and forth are you going to go you're not going to go and and then literally no off season like nothing and so for us and the way we play and the things we do to have absolutely no off season and then go into your next year with literally like a couple of varsity players in a JV team, it was just, it was an unfair situation for, for, to put our kids in. We managed it and got through it the best we could. And I thought we were a little bit more competitive as the year went on. Uh, but the biggest thing for us is like, you know, we've done okay uh, with the, the beginning of this season and our schedule so far, but more importantly was our off season, our ability to prepare, um, you know, the kids working together. Um, off seasons for us are huge in terms of, um, you know, again, developing uh, cohesiveness and, and, and getting our kids to understand our system and what we do. And so, um, you know, so far this year, like defensively, we, we play a little bit differently than we have in the past and, um, you know, uh, trying to do the best we can to, to, to limit turnovers and, and share the ball in the offensive end. And, um, you know, again, we, we've done really, really well at that. We've had different kids, lots of different nights scoring points for us and, um, you know, but obviously tonight it's all task. I mean, we're playing against a really, really talented team. And you talk about a talented team in Jefferson, 4-0 on the season. Uh, you know, what are some things that they do that, you know, kind of are going to be a challenge for your team? Well, they, they basically, they you know, uh, the, the game got moved. It wasn't their place. It's at our place. I'm, I, hopefully you guys are aware of that. Uh, I, I found yes. out that yesterday in the middle of, middle of our practice. Uh, so the game is at Hedgesville now. It's not at Jefferson. Um, 
they had scoreboard issues, I guess. I'm not, not sure exactly what the deal was, but so we just flip-flop sites. Um, in terms of what they do, I mean, they basically, from the, from the second the game starts till it's over, they're, they're pressing you, they're trapping you, um, you know, and so you've got to be able to handle that pressure and handle that, and you've got you to gotta control the tempo. When I say control the tempo, there's a big difference between holding the ball and controlling the tempo. If they make you play at their pace, you're, you're not going to win. Like, I, they, they have um, a, a number of unbelievably talented, fast, athletic kids, and if you let the game become a track meet, you don't have a chance. So you've you got to be wise on when they press you, when do you attack, when do you pull it out. You can't never attack. I mean, obviously, sometimes you have to and make them pay for pressing you. Uh, but, again, if it, if it becomes a track meet, you know, it's not going to go well for us. So we've got to take care of the ball and, and really, really limit live ball turnovers. If, if if we have the ball and there's a five-second count, you know, that lets us set up our defense. If, if you know, we panic and just chuck it around the gym, they're going to go the other way 100 miles an hour and, and everybody on their team shoots threes and they shoot them quick and they shoot them deep. And so, you know, long shots mean long rebounds. And so staying organized against them, getting back, protecting the lane, but then contesting every shot. And, you know, they're going to hit a bunch. And, you know, you just hope they don't hit too many. Coach, how do you kind of get your team to, I guess, prepare for the press? Because while they, their press is effective, it's not necessarily always about making you turn the ball over. It can just be about making you take some bad shots or, or just not do good plays. So how do you kind of get your guys ready for something like that? Uh, because well, we, we talk about kind of like one of our one, like one of our pillars that we talk about is is you know for us and our basketball program is discipline and we you know it's that's uh, discipline in the classroom it's discipline in, in in you know in all aspects of your life you got to be a disciplined person to do that I told them you know yesterday at practice I'm not like you know. Uh, Andrew Donato used to be the coach at Spring Mills and was with us for a while. He had a he had a famous saying when he was with us, and he'd look at me sometimes and say, "Hey, man, you might as well relax. The hay's in the barn." Like tonight, when this game starts, I can try to help them with with a few things, but hopefully, we prepared them enough. They're going to have to make smart decisions. They're going to have to be disciplined. They're going to have to make the decision: is is it a, is it a two on one? Is it a good advantage for us to go? Uh, you know, time and score. Um, you know, just because they pressed us, is it really good for us to shoot an open three off one pass, knowing that they don't care if it goes in or not at this point? They just want you playing fast. And so, you know, we try to prepare and practice our, our you know, our scout team and our and our JV team has helped us some. And you know, we we do some things a little, you know, maybe out of the ordinary at our practices that other people don't do to try to help us prepare for that. So, I guess we'll, we'll find out in a few hours whether or not it did me good. <laughs> So, Coach, uh, for us, you guys will be the uh, last team we get to see this year. So just tell us some um, of uh, the strengths and weaknesses of uh, this program so far. Well, uh, you know, I think the strength is in our unity. Uh, the kids genuinely care about each other. Also, like, you know, you, we've all seen it. Sometimes there's teams where, you know, one basketball isn't enough. Uh, you know, you need two or three for everybody to be happy. I, I think, like, our, last year was such a struggle for our kids. Um, in terms of, of, you know, all aspects of it, we weren't, no matter what, we weren't prepared to have the season that we had. And so, um, you know, it was difficult and we went through those pains. And now, like, I, I think they, truly, they they just want to play as well as they can play every night. Um, they, they all get along. They hold each other accountable in terms of effort and, and, and um, you know, when we share the ball. So that's obviously a big, big positive. Um, you know, um, uh, 
Eli Faircloth's obviously a big, big kid. This game becomes like, you know, does the game become too fast where, you know, or can, can we find ways to utilize him because he's a big, big, strong kid. And, and Jackson Russ has been doing a really, really nice job of rebounding as well. And, and Damon Cook, is, you know, so we have some bigger kids uh, that also handle the ball well. Like I said, we'll have Christian back. Um, you know, in a couple of weeks we'll get Adam Walls back, uh, who's been out. But, you know, right now we're playing with one senior. Um, you know, uh, Logan Bond's the only senior that, that sees any minutes for us at all. And uh, we've got another one on the roster. It's, you know, his first year playing organized basketball. He helps us a ton in practice and stuff. But, uh, you know, so for us, it really does. Like, we're still growing. We'd like to, you know, we, we tell the kids to embrace the process. Hopefully we'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Um, you know, and along the way, we're gonna, we know we're going to hit some bumps, and so we're not naive. And, and uh, you know, like we're playing against the whatever they're ranked in the state. I mean, rankings, they I don't know how much they matter or don't matter, but we're playing against a really, really good team. has almost everybody back from, you know, the semifinal game last year against CW, and they clearly had a chance to win that. Um, you know, and so it's a tall task. So you can either – you know, embrace it or, or let it bother you. And so I, I think our kids are excited for the opportunity. At the end of the night, we'll reevaluate and see where we're at from there. Coach, what are some of your thoughts on the uh, EPAC this year? Obviously, you guys are undefeated. Jefferson's pretty good. Musselman's really good. Uh, and even Martinsburg, even though they kind of got off to a slow start, will probably be in the running. So what are some of your thoughts on, on some of the competition this year? Well, everybody. We didn't, you know, we, you, you didn't mention Spring Mills. And, they, they you know, they, they played – uh, you know they they beat uh, Lindsley on the road at Lindsley, who's a really really good team. Like I, you know, uh, they just beat Fort Hill by a bunch last night. Like I, one of the things that people, you know, if, if from around here you can look at different teams and say, well, that team is more talented, and and well, that team has one player, or that team has three players. But the reality of it is, man, when like all of the coaches around here scout each other so much um, basketball and like. Uh, do we have tons of Division One players here all the time? We don't. But the pageantry of how much basketball matters to people in this area is is obviously immense. Like it matters a lot. And so, you know, if you're one of the coaches of one of the local teams and you don't really, really prepare your kids for every game, there's a lot of people that get upset with you. So everybody works really hard at it, uh, like every single one of us do. And, and so w- w- there's, there's not very many surprises when you go to the game. Um, you know, uh, they take people try to take away your strengths. They try to force you to your weaknesses, and uh, you know, um, and and that's what makes it, you know, so challenging. Is every single night, like I know right now, Washington's down a little bit, but they're they're I don't know if he's back yet, but their best player's been out. Uh, you know, when they get him back, they're going to be a lot better. And so, um, you know, if you don't prepare really, really well every single night, and then as a staff and as a team, you have to prepare, and kids got to perform. You got to show up on game night, and then one of the things that does affect things this year's maybe more than other years. Obviously, like injuries happen in sports all the time, but now, you know, you get the you get the wrong kid sick, or or he's in class beside another kid who happens to be sick, and you know, you can be missing kids and you didn't know it the night before. So you know that makes it a little tougher, but that's what uh, that's what basketball is supposed to be about for these kids is teach them that there's going to be adversity along the way and some challenges and got to find a way as a group to come together and overcome those challenges. It's certainly a, a very, very talented, you know, overall group. And, and you know, our, 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 our region's just, it's tough. It's tough every year. 
Yeah, it definitely is going to be a great region when it comes down to sectional play and into region play. Uh, Coach Church, good luck tonight, and thanks for joining us. Hope to talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you guys very much for having me. appreciate all you guys do. Have a great day. You too as well. I was head coach of the undefeated Hedgesville Boys basketball team, Kelly Church. They've got a game tonight. It's been moved from Jefferson to Hedgesville because of scoreboard issues at Jefferson. Got an email from the Jefferson AD this morning pointing that out. Uh, but good luck to them, and we hope to talk to uh, Coach Church again here real soon. Yeah, and hopefully uh, we get to see him real soon as well. I'm looking forward to seeing these uh, Hedgesville we Eagles. were going to see up around them last here, week. they were always uh, the team that you wanted to go out and see. I remember always trying to get the big student sections at Berkeley Springs against Hedgesville, even though we always knew that we never stood a chance. But it, it's the team to see in Berkeley unless County, something, and it, it seems like they're getting back to the that stature again. Unless some things happen, we won't see them, unfortunately, until February 9th. Which stinks, because we were supposed to see them last week, but yeah. due to COVID, that got changed. Yeah, it, it got changed, and then we'll see them again on February 18th, so nine days later. Uh, but we, some changes could come, obviously, COVID or weather. You never know how things will shape out here in uh, whether it's Mother Nature or whether it's COVID situation. Uh, let's continue to talk about... Uh, some boys basket or some EPAC basketball uh, tonight. Nick and I will have the call as Martinsburg travels to Washington. 7:30 tip, a 7 p.m. Johnny's Express tip-off show. And uh, Nick, we got some stats from Washington today. Uh, it definitely is shaping up to be a good game. Martinsburg still trying to get back into you know where they have been before after a slow start, and Washington uh, trying to ride a, a win they got the other day. Yeah, I think it's a solid Washington team. Uh, we'll see, you know, when we see them in person, we'll have a better idea of what kind of squad they have this year. But um, they haven't played a whole lot of games. This will only be their fourth game of the season. So it's kind of like what uh, Martinsburg was facing earlier in the year when they were down at South Carolina is they hadn't played a game yet. And this team's barely played any games in Washington due to probably COVID and weather. So they get this one in tonight. Um, they're at home should be a good crowd i would think uh for the patriots and you know there's a solid team even though we haven't seen or they haven't played a lot of games this year uh they've been competitive you look at some of their numbers they they got some good scoring balanced scoring so they could compete with a team like martinsburg tonight and, and this is a big game for both teams early in the epac year uh martinsburg wants to you know continue its winning streak and washington wants to build some momentum so should be a pretty good game. Yeah, and any thoughts? I was going to say both teams, it seems like, just need to find their identity. I, I feel like that's the biggest thing that for both of these teams because what you've seen from Martinsburg throughout the past, this team just hasn't reached that mark yet. So they need to find the their identity, build off that, and Martinsburg has the talent to get to the state championship again. But we haven't seen them be able to use their strengths and their athleticism to come together and be a team that could actually accomplish that goal. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. And before we hit the break, want to talk about a girls basketball team in the EPAC. Uh, the Washington girls basketball team now undefeated 7-0 and on the season 2-0 and in the EPAC last night, getting a big victory, 40-24 to over Martinsburg. Uh, got a victory on the 8th over Hedgesville 46 to 25 uh just 
doing a lot this season so far and uh you know a team like that can very much so potentially make a run to states later you know you don't want to look too far ahead but if you're seven and oh right now uh definitely the playoffs got to be on your mind and you know going pretty far has got to be on your mind if you're this good right now yeah it's a great start from them especially after uh last season the struggles that uh they had as well as uh jefferson it wasn't the best basketball around there is more here in berkeley county but they're on the up and up so congrats to them and i can't wait to see them play as well i believe they've now won more games this season than they had the last two seasons combined so big shout out to washington girls basketball uh that does it for this segment of the sports mix sponsored in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver chief you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com for more we come back we'll talk nfl uh didn't really talk about much yesterday but a lot of firings coming down at the end of the season as they call it uh what do they call it black monday yep black monday around the nfl yesterday as uh, coaching, firings, everything, resi- uh, retire, forced retirements. We'll get into all that as we wrap things up next on the Sports Mix. Fight up my daddy's lighter and we sang, Stayed there till they forced us out. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. Life can get in the way these days. We all know that. Work commitments, social commitments, volunteer commitments, family commitments. You put your heart into all of it. You've got enough to worry about already. Your roof shouldn't be one of those things. Everything should just work. But when your roof is in need of an upgrade, you shouldn't have to worry about that either. Modern Renovations, your four-state roofing solution. Reminding you that home is where the heart really is. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your January 11th, 2022. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. Or you can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Before we uh, go on to this final segment, the Marius Group Liner. Remembered that I had to read this liner. You know what it reminded me of, Colin? Something that broke this morning that uh, we didn't talk about that I'd like to bring up and uh, congratulate uh, congratulate uh, Martin's or not Martin Musselman volleyball player Hannah the Hammer Howard on being named the West Virginia volleyball player of the year by Gatorade. Uh, that's another Eastern Panhandle athlete winning a Gatorade athlete of the year in the state of West Virginia here. That's two now in the last two months. Congratulations to her. Uh, well and, deserving and uh, just to get a junior. To see her next year exactly yeah. i'm looking forward to seeing the hammer possibly repeat it's well deserving muscleman has the dynasty in volleyball she clearly is one of the best and named now gatorade athlete of the year so the best volleyball player in the state of west virginia and she's gonna hopefully have a special year next year knock on wood that she stays healthy because when she's on the court, it's fun to watch, especially when she drops the hammer. <laughs> yep, that's how she got her nickname, right? Yeah. All right, well, but while we got about uh, about two minutes left, let's talk uh, some NFL firings as the season ended. A lot of coaches fired some GMs. Uh, don't have the list fully in front of me, I guess. Okay, uh, Giants sticking with Joe Judge. They did force retirement from their general manager, Dave Gettleman. So and for now, right? For now, yes. GM but apparently he's going to be in the meetings, in the interviews with the potential next GM. So if they don't get it along, obviously. Uh, yeah. No. That's well, interesting. I didn't think he did a good job. And obviously there was a lot of controversy. The players don't want him as the coach. Yeah. Uh, Vic Fangio fired okay with it. from the Broncos. Uh, that was, I believe, Sunday night. Or Saturday. Yeah, that was Sunday. Yep. That was the first. Good old Vic. <laughs> um, Denver wasn't that bad. Vikings fire both head coach Mike Zimmer and GM Rick Spielman. Uh, Bears fire Mad Nagy. Dolphins fire Brian Flores. Kind of a shocker there. Uh, That's definitely the most shocking one. Bears fire GM Ryan Pace. Uh, they also, as I said, fired Matt Nagy. So both guys gone there, blow it up, have to restart over. Uh, they said coaches who could be fired, though, uh, head coach for the Texans, David Culley, and Matt Rule could be fired, which is kind of interesting because I heard they're David looking Culley in. David just got hired. Yeah. Is he get fired? It's on there. Uh, but definitely. It's a weird hiring, but. Yeah. The NFC North, man. Two teams there. are going to go for restart. Mediocre. I was surprised about Brian Flores. I think a lot of people were. Uh, I would have kept him around. I would have. He's going to get a job, whether it be as a head coach or a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I think so as well. And, uh, you know, some more firings could come down. Uh, looks like uh, I believe the OC for the Panthers is out, and one name floating around for that job is Jay Gruden. <laughs> Colin. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Uh, I just thought that was funny that I saw that uh, as he reportedly being interviewed. Urban but, uh, Meyer to the Bears? 
No. We could see some hirings here soon, potentially with the Jaguars, uh, but may wait until after the playoffs are over uh, because one of their targets is Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator for the uh, for the Buccaneers. So they'll have to wait till the end of the playoffs. O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, well, I could have him too, but that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Hedgesville Boys head coach Kelly Church for coming on. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Please saying so long. 